today I'm going to start off this reactions a little bit different. Here I go. Top five people that need to get over themselves. I have outside looking in. People, places, or things. How about that? Outside looking in. Pizza from anywhere but New York. Get over yourself. Right, Eamon? Yep. There you go. Outside looking in. Mike the mayor. Get over yourself. Get another quarterback. Oh, oh, you did have another quarterback. You had two, actually. I will say, though, Mike, you are for the culture with your choice of quarterbacks. I commend you, my brother. Lamar Jackson, Jalen, and we won't mention that other guy. Eamon with a bigger fleece on his buddy Mike with that Jalen trade. Then big brother Matt had on me for Jefferson, only to get Robinson back on his team, and then telling me to drop Debo Samuel and not keep him. Top five fleeces next week, Eamon. Are you hyped for that? Yeah. Number five, Josh Allen. Talk about overrated. Regular, I'm hot, I'm tired, cut it out. Josh Allen skipping the ball to a wide open receiver and turning the ball over. That's the Josh Allen I know. That's what happens when you play competent defense. Number four, anything, anyone that thinks Mike the mayor has a good team, get over yourself. He's a Lamar Jackson bad game or defense is actually adjusting to him a la Josh Allen away from being 0-3. Number three, every single fantasy pod out there, you guys don't know anything. It's been three weeks. Buy or sell already? Good grief. You guys are running out of material. Take a chill pill. Fantasy football is so weird. Number two, Eamon, you're going to like this one. Okay. Democrats and Republicans. There's a vast middle in between the left and right. Get over yourself. Serve the people. But I get it. That doesn't make you money. Number one, San Francisco. You suck. Great airport, overrated city. I hope we don't have anybody from San Francisco that listens to the pod. Okay. Not Aaron Judge. Comments. Oh, thanks, Amundo. Aaron Judge, hurry up, man. I mean, come on. Here's an observation for the league. There's three 3-0 three teams, nine 2-1, and one, one and two teams. I'm not sure this has ever happened, but you know what that means, Amundo. Yeah, what, what does it mean? Everyone's firmly entrenched in the mix. Best year of the league to date. Cooper Rush taking Dak's job. Look it. What do you think? Amondo, a little quarterback controversy going on in Big D? How about that, huh? Probably not. He got $100 million. Mm, okay. Ordering pizza from anywhere but New York. I know I'm like a dog on the bone with this one, Amen. I mean, I had a slice in California just now. I almost threw it up. Christ, get it together other places. No offense, but not even Italy tops NY's pizza. I mean, yes, I've been to Italy. My palate is elite. I don't know. Maybe it's the grease. Maybe it's the smell. Maybe it's the fact that I think there might have been possibly been rats sniffing around it. I mean, if your pizza doesn't have rats sniffing around it, is it really good pizza? Hey, Mundo, it's one thing that rats do know. It's good pizza. Where are the biggest rats? New York City. Dangerous game. Hey, Mundo, how do you feel about pizza from other places? Uh, it sucks. Ah, yeah. No, look at us. Look at us. Two people. Just, just me. Just two buds. Me and you. Best friends. We're the two best friends that anyone can have. Anyway, 
Top five. See, this is a great reaction today because I have two top fives and top five pieces coming up next week. Top five pizza places in New York. Number five, Capizzi, Hell's Kitchen. Gotta try it, brick oven, fantastic. Number four, any raised slice is better than a Detroit style pizza. Number three, two bros. There's one specifically on St. Mark's because you can go get a tattoo right across the street for the same amount as a dollar pizza. Number two, Gabby's in Queens. Amazing, gotta try it right down the block from my alma mater high school, St. Francis Prep. And then number one, this is for all my Long Islanders out there, my Long Islanders. Number one, Sorrento's. Fantastic pizza. Look out for Derrick Henry, guys. The Yeti. I'm not sure why Eamon last week said he would be terrible this year or why he wouldn't be the same after his foot injury, Eamon. But man, were you wrong about Derrick Henry, Eamon. I think that was right. you. You're, you're oh, was it? Was, was it? Uh, yes, oh. we have these recorded. They stay up for a long oh. time. Oh, it wasn't? It, okay. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Oh, guys, despite Baker's best efforts, Christian McCaffrey showing signs of being elite. Not sure, Eamon, why you said he wouldn't be good this year either. But man, were you wrong. You, you said that too, right? Baker has not been good. He's been awful. Look at DJ Moore. You, you said Christian McCaffrey wouldn't be good this year. You said he was terrible and not a good pick in the first round. That's what you said, right? I mean, if, if you want 12 points a game, that's fine. I just wouldn't spend the first pick on him. Okay, so it might have been you. I was doing a bit, but, you know, if it was you, then sure. Great. I, no, I Speaking said McCaffrey it, was going to be awful. Not ah. awful. I just said he wasn't going to be worth the pick. Very good. Me and you, man. Me and you. That's why we're both one and two. Great minds. <laughs> Speaking of Eamon being wrong, Dolphins 3-0. and How you feeling about those bets, Mundo? I mean, as long as they can have a, a quarterback on the field after concussion, um, you'll probably move forward. But it, it was I also, Yeah, I mean, just magical concussion, came back on the field, couldn't stand up, falling down. And then... it, was, it was his back. Uh-huh. Dolphins, Cincy. Dolphins, plus four. Game picks, anyone? Special loaded edition of reactions. Bills minus three. Commanders plus two because football is gonna football. Giants minus three. Yes, Amundo. Giants minus three. Texans 5.5 because of the losses on defense to the Chargers. And Herbert is the new McRib. Falcons plus one because I'll take a home doggy any day. And they have discovered that they have Kyle Pitts. You see Kyle Pitts the other day, Amundo? Yeah, I saw him. Well, I, I didn't see him after the first drive. Mm. Did he do anything after the first drive? Nope. Anyway, nope. fins up. Fins up. Stay safe, Florida. Peace to the islands uh, and peace to everyone down there. Speaking of Florida, Jacksonville Jags looking competent. Biggest surprise of the league. What the hell is going on here? Speaking of hell, Larry Nassar. Hey, Mundo. Those are the weekend reactions. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Hold. 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 <laughs> Leave all of that in. Leave all of that in. Ah, and then he steps on it as it ends. We're going back. We have to hear it. There's nothing less fulfilling otherwise. Here we go. All right, I got you, got you. Sorry. Ah. 
And welcome officially into the No Bad Dudes podcast. Uh, here we are, week three, um, as happened last year. Uh, we're going to change up stuff every once in a while, do a couple of crazy different things. Uh, we'll start with... Yeah. We have the Ray reaction. Um, so, since Ray, you've been talking uh, so much, um, I will start with what's what's on my mind. Um and I'm just filler busting because I'm deciding if I want to do something sad or something cool. Uh, do sad. Well, not sad. Just like I was listening. I don't know what I was listening to. It was. It was. It was definitely some kind of football thing because I just haven't had time this week, and the only thing I've had was listen to podcasts while I walk on the beach. Um, but like somebody said, like. Like, they had to say the hot take. Like, even you, I don't think, would be this, like, flippant with just... (laughs) Flippant with, with, like, just stupidness of just, like, (laughs) Hurricane Ian. Terrible name for Hurricane. It's like, this already blew through Puerto Rico and destroyed people's lives. It, We know how this works. This is climate change. We're going to do this every year. Just lay off your hot takes on hurricane names. Like, what? Like... Just stop being shitty people, people. Like, you can just hear the name Hurricane Andrew, like Ian, and just go like, "Okay, I'm moving on." There's no value here. I just, I'm just over shitty people and people just being shitty for no reason. Like, what? Like, did that person get dumped by Ian? Like, a, a person named Ian? Like, Jesus. Sorry, but like, I was about right. Just people being shitty is just like I. I want to stop, like, I don't know. So, uh, oh, you know, this is a fairly common thing now that everybody's default is shitty. We have to pretend like it's okay. Like, and then like, well, that's, that's, you know, how Aaron Rodgers gets to where he is and like fucking pretends that he like knew what the Buccaneers called. And it's like, well, they're in two different plays then because they were going to hand a handoff and then they ran a slant. So you didn't see anything, but you know. You keep trying to get your your value. Get it now because, buddy, you're not entertaining. You're not getting a TV job after this. Your best hope is to go on, like, a Ben Shapiro network and just uh, complain about your black teammates or whatever. I think people have just discovered that there's a uh, lane for being shitty. And you, I don't really like the person on the pod. There's a lane for being like that. Um, and folks are just running with it, man. Although Aaron Rodgers did, I, I guess he kind of showed a little bit of contrition. Levitard and them had him on, um, uh, uh, on stupidity, actually. You know, God bless football. And um, he kind of showed a little bit of contrition, but kind of not in a, in a very Aaron Rodgers way. But I still am, I'm, 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 I'm cool with it. I mean, I, I was watching the Pat like like I usually only watch at this point because he's he's become pretty annoying on a lot of stuff too. But I watch the Pat McAfee show whenever Ian Rapport's on there because I do feel like that's probably one of the best like dynamics of asking guys and like getting like clarity and not like just like a lot of times yes. these insiders you just get like a, a statement and you're like okay, but like Pat's pretty good at drilling in there and Ian Rapport's just better about being honest about like what's going on and what's realistic and it's not like the the Schefter version but like I, I was accidentally I had it on <laughs> and I wasn't near my phone so I couldn't change the 
what was and then like I heard like his dumb super like it this they had they had a clip from Ian Rap or from uh, Aaron Rodgers like talking about like like because his ass oh, ah what, whatever that drug was he took uh, ayahuasca ayahuasca, ayahuasca. Uh, and he's like it's not a drug it's a plant it's like that's not that's not how stuff works I mean you know you have you have a child at some point you're gonna have to teach them that like you know things can be multiple things all at once I mean clearly he probably just stopped interacting with her, his mother before she could teach him that um but then like he pretended that like you know we change words to be, to make them work for what we want like sugar sounds good and fat sounds bad but there's a lot of healthy facts it's like that's not <laughs> you're insane that's not how stuff works what are you like he's like uh, just like a shitty freshman on campus and you're like oh you never had a thought before somebody else told you that when you got high huh you just never had a thought. You never thought about like philosophy. You never thought about how the world works. And you've just never had a thought. You're almost 40. And you never had a thought until like the last two or three years. This is horrible. Sorry. I didn't mean it, to make it out at Rogers. It reminds me of, you know how like, like, okay. So in college, you know how you take your first psych 101 class and you like start to think you like know everything. That's yeah. what it kind of is kind of like that and everyone has gone through that because that's been everybody so yeah you do it when you're 18 when you're going to college like <laughs> you don't do it when you're 40 and you've accumulated yes. like 250 million dollars like you should have known this stuff like whatever i don't want to i didn't want to make it about him but also uh two things i'm surprised about now looking back at the reactions um no reference to the boston celtics head coach a little shocked on that uh no that, that was going to be in my mind okay uh, I, uh, then, well, I mean, that was no, that was going to be on what's on my mind. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then the other one is uh, no Brett Favre. Like, Jesus Christ, that guy is awful. I'm gonna let you go with that one because that was actually going to be in my what's on my mind too. But go ahead. Let's let's. No, no, I don't want to step on him. I don't want to step on him. You 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 go. You go. Uh, we can talk about it more after. But I'll let you. Okay. Go. Okay. So, um, email the email Doka thing is very. It, Part of it's it was so I didn't crazy. want to say his name. It was like the Boston <laughs> Celtics coach. Ime Udoka, his situation is extremely, like, it's, it's, it's a little bit weird because, well, number one, he's with Nia Long, and I was having to talk with some of my buddies who, like, don't think marriage is for people and da-da-da, and, like, people should just kind of be a little bit more open and blah, 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 blah. And they made a point that – um if Nia Long could get cheated on, then uh, that means everyone can get cheated on. Uh, you're not like women aren't necessarily Beyonce, Rihanna, or I don't know Taylor Swift. I don't know who people like that. I don't know Pam Anderson. I don't know. Anyway, um, so it, but but also too like the dude loses a year of coaching. Um, the dude loses a year of coaching, and it was a consensual relationship with someone he worked with. I mean, I just and this is not. It's just a very weird situation. And the way it was packaged to, like, email Dokas with CAA, and the way uh, Wojnarowski broke the story, which I, way Woj just has way too much power, and it's a whole controlling the news kind of thing. Um, I'm kind of sad for email Doka. I feel like the Celtics aren't going to, he really had those dudes working. And it also all came right after this whole Sarver stuff. 
and the server stuff gets buried in the Ime Odoka thing, and the Ime Odoka thing becomes the biggest story, when clearly the biggest story should be Robert Starver, who has to sell his team, well, who's going to sell his team now, because he was like, I'm not selling, I'm good, until the money starts leaving, which, you know, is what usually happens. So you have this rich white dude, big, he's actually going to get rewarded, uh, for selling for, for like for like getting rid of his team, right? He gets to sell his team even though he's been shamed to sell a team with billions of dollars, right? And now we have Emil Doka, who's gonna be the bigger story and is gonna be seen as like a little bit more unprofessional or whatever, and he gets this stain on him. And I just don't think it's just it's just the world and it sucks. And we got this Brett Favre thing just like it's yo, the dude stole welfare money. Like this is not a big he should be in jail, under the jail. If yo dog, if I go steal, yo, if I he go Tony Soprano them, he yes, yes, the guys like, like I don't want to go to jail. It was like but, yo, but football yo, stadium, yo, yo. It, basically, he was like, yeah, you know, we need a hell mary. He was doing football terms and making them feel chummy, like they were in the they were in the huddle. And I'm just like, yo, are you guys kidding me? This is the these are the people who are running the this is the people who are running the world. The people who give Brett Favre money. But deny people like loans for houses and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like this is crazy, and it's in Mississippi. It, people are poor there, like really poor. I don't want to get into it, but that's my thought. Brett Favre sucks, and he also really, not, really was not that good of a quarterback. If you break it down, he has a ton of interceptions. You just remember him being a gunslinger. He is basically I forgot what quarterback they compared him to. He's basically like I don't know. Uh, Jay Cutler? No, no, no. no. He basically Jay Cutler. Like, I mean, granted, I used to like Jay Cutler when he was on Denver. I thought he had promise. But, 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 he's basically Jay Cutler. I have to look at that quarterback up, and I'm going to put it in the chat or whatever. But anyway, I know we're running long with this part portion of the, the, the program. But those are those – I could go on and on and on. I don't know why the Brett Favre thing isn't the biggest story. I don't know why Robert Sarver isn't the biggest story. All I see is Ime Odoka, and it's because – of reasons that we all know why, and um, I don't think I have to say it. Shout out to Mike McDaniel's, though. Um, I mean, you know, whatever. I'm gonna do my little because black. Thing. I'm gonna do my little political thing. If people don't agree with me, they can go take a leap. Um, yes, all of these states that have a bunch of people saying they don't want, uh government in your life is they're stealing money that is paid for taxes to help you and it's all republican sorry there's no good republicans running any office right now period um except for mike your boss your boss is cool uh but (laughs) (laughs) no 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 but honestly like no but, but the thing about that is like i feel that same sentiment but also to the Democrats are like, they're all, everyone's getting money from everywhere. It's like, all they're, everybody's letting it happen. They're it's not, not for it's us. not, that's, it's not, no, because this doesn't, like, there's not going to be stories like, like, the corruption, this is not the type of corruption you get. Like, this is specific Southern, like, like, yes, Southern like, government, and they're all hogs. Republican run. <laughs> because people don't, people don't want to check in, and then, like, you know, they're not gonna, and, and it's racism in the South. It's, that is the most prominent place it still is. So they're like, guess who's going to be affected by not getting welfare money to people? Like the people who've been systematically put into a very small area and given 
not even running water. I mean, for fuck's sake, like no, oh my god, you we can't say, vote for I, anybody who's a Republican because okay. they they don't even give you fucking fresh water in your tap. That, like, uh, whatever. We, we can we, move on. If we, if we ever decide to do a political podcast, we could go hashtag Wolf Bros. That would be a would be a good name for us. I mean, fucking clean water. You're giving your fucking money to some old wash up. Get a fucking jerked off by massage. Send your picture to a fucking female reporter of your dick send, guy. Send to, that's the guy who presses you. That's the guy who goes like. Oh, I mean, like again, like that, like that one, te- the one thing where the guy says like, "I'm too old to go to jail," and then he's still pressuring him. I mean, like Jesus Christ, that guy's awful. Um, we're definitely Jen, we're definitely Jen pressing. Actually, Jen, Jen is a buddy of mine, and she actually does comedy out here, and she's a comedian now. And she's done done bits about the Brett Favre uh, photos. It's pretty funny. <laughs> she like she goes and she kind of bombs, but like it's it's funny. And she now is like making jokes of it. It's very very funny. It's small, by the way, and great. Didn't they release it? I thought I thought it got released. No, I never look at that she, stuff. She said that she said the pictures didn't do it justice. I, uh, yeah, I, I never look at the nude stuff, even, like, if it's somebody who I'm attracted to, because I just, I don't know, feels like a boundary. Oh, I, I especially do it then, but that's, you know, me. Uh, <laughs> but make sure right. you put an R rating here on this spot. Yeah, we definitely just some F-bombs, and for anybody who uh, thinks the, the, the worst words the government's ever said to you, um, I'm only... I'm here. I'm from the government. I'm here to help. You, you, you should read more. I'll, I'll give you some books. And, yeah. uh, and, 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 you know, when you take your public transportation or you drive on the highways that's funded by taxes and you're like, oh, how is this amazing? Or you're getting Amazon packages dropped to your front door, pay, driven on public roads that have been paid for that way. Or if you're just getting mail for super cheap and you can mail with people who may be poor, like your, your grandmother or somebody. Uh, sorry. Um, um, I'm a bleeding blue liberal. Most people know this, but that's that's how I roll. Uh, let's get into the transactions. As long uh, as you're, as long as you're for the, for the people and on the right side, you're good with me, bud. Let's get into the transactions. So, a trade that happened uh, before this uh, week three, uh, but uh, was after we recorded the pod. Uh, was a trade between my brother and Matt, which I knew a little bit about. I think I hinted at it. Um, boo. Boo? But what's the boo? The Mitsurisky? Uh, won't give me a foil on their list? Uh, I just want to make sure I read the, the trade in full. You and Brad's big, big brothers, man. These guys. How about them? These works. So Matt, who, uh, who had Trey Lance and needed a QB and has Kenny Pickett on his bench, uh, reached out to my brother, uh, and they came to an agreement on a trade. Uh, Matt gets Mitch Trubisky and Brian's eighth, uh, while he sends Brian Juju Smith-Schuster and uh, a fourth-round pick. So tell me I would have lit- I would have easily gave Brian a, a second-round pick, just to, have Matt not get, not, just to have Matt not get a quarterback. I would well, trade my two, three, four, five, six, so Matt doesn't have a quarterback. Um, Vendetta. 
so let, let's let's take off the Ray point of view here. Um, okay, sure. Let's, yeah. let's say okay. you're impartial. Who do you think won the trade, and why do you think it's good for either both or neither? Well, Matt gets a quarterback, and your brother gets – yes, he needed a receiver. Juju actually kind of played decent um, the other day. Your brother gets a fourth-round pick. Um, they both got what they needed. I don't, I don't ever – like, I don't really ever see the – winners and losers of trades i just i'm like hey if they needed it they needed it and then they they switched it off i mean i don't think i think that's why your brother got the fourth round pick though i think your brother i guess if i have to pick one your brother wins because he gets the fourth round pick and i mean just looking at looking at your brother's squad uh, a little filibuster here while i get there to the stingers who i'm playing this week your brother kind of needed a receiver i mean he has Robert, he has Bobby Trees and Keenan Allen still questionable. So I guess um, Juju was kind of like a one week filler, but he, and he got a fourth round pick for it. And Juju is not is not bad to have, especially because he's kind of like like his trajectory is kind of going well. It's kind of up down up. So and and again, Tampa Bay is probably going to shut him down. But then he has good matchups against Las Vegas and then Buffalo. So yeah, I mean, I don't think Trubisky's not a win. So you know. Trubisky's not a win, but it's what Matt needed. So if I have to pick, though, it's the fourth round pick because um, he got a he got a pick. Your brother. Yeah, I mean, I think I think um, I listen. I I get why he did what he did. I mean, I think he overpaid for Mitch Trubisky, who's going to be the QB for two or three weeks. Like if I was Matt, especially because I don't think Kenny Pickett like. Again, the like we'll we'll get into this a little bit later when we get into the scores, but the QBs who do not rush, like he's not going to be able to win a championship with Kenny Pickett as his number two. Like, if 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 Mike Tomlin says like, if Mike Tomlin says Mitch Trubisky, you can't walk through this door, and and Kenny Pickett's the starter, um, you know I don't think that's a good enough second QB, especially with like not even a rotation option to win it. So, you know, it's, it was a lot. I mean, obviously it makes sense because you, now you have the Pittsburgh QB situation locked up, but, um, a force is, is pretty high. Um, I, you know, I think Brian again, just left into this weird situation where Matt needs something from him. Um, it's very bizarre. All the time with these two, it, it's a big brother thing. I, I, I understand. I get it. It's like, I understand what, but, but still, I would have gave him a second round pick for Trubisky. Just heads up, just to, just to, just to, just to give Matt the Matt the old. Yeah, this is a this is a, this is not a visual medium. I'm I'm twisting an imaginary knife in in like a shank in in Matt's side. That's what I would be doing. So why don't you? Uh, I'll just read your. You made besides the trade with me. We'll get to that next. Uh, you made two trades with Laurent. Um, trading. Did I? Yes, Chase Edmonds for Rashad Penny. That's double t- double tutty Chase Edmonds. Um, and yeah, that, that, that kind of hurt. You got a fifth round with that. Um, and then you also traded... Nope, that's our trade. Okay. You also traded Ryan Tannehill uh, for a sixth round pick. So did you, you took his fifth and sixth. So basically, when it comes together... Uh, you get Devin DuVernay, 
and Rashad Penny, and Laurent's fifth and six, and he gets Tannehill and Chase Edmonds. So, yeah. I mean, when who do you, you think won? Um. So Flacco goes for it. I think the problem is that right now the last three trades that have involved QBs have don't make sense for picks. Like there's no value to be understood. Joe Flacco is a tenth round pick, and then Mitch Trubisky to go for a fourth is like, wait, what? Because um, I don't know how many more weeks Mitch Trubisky is going to play than Joe Flacco this year. Again, again, Eamon, Not to not to not to go not to interrupt your thought, but I like I understand how your brain is working with the values and this and this and that. But yo, listen, if Rudy Gobert goes for uh, if I want Rudy Gobert, I want to shore up my backcourt. I want defense is defense is defense, right? That's what I want, right? And Rudy Gobert goes for four first-round picks, and I get Rudy Gobert in a trade or whatever. Now I guess Kevin Durant is going to be worth 18 first-round picks. That's just what the mark – it is what it is. It's that need or whatever, right? That's just gonna, it should boost everything up, right? Like in Europe, But again, I think what they need – like Matt needed a quarterback, quote-unquote, right? He needed a quarterback. So he paid high for it. Right. So now, let again, just, I, I, let me finish ahead, my thought. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Let me finish my, my thought. I thought it was going to be a little quicker. Um, I was just pulling up something. Now it jumped out. Um, a little filibuster. Look at that. Uh, so, but the idea of getting Ryan Tannehill for basically a sixth round pick is super great value for Laurent. Like, I don't think it made sense for him to do the trade because I just, I think his team is kind of in a bad place. Um, and I don't know if it'll come back, but you know, whatever. I mean, Ryan Tannehill has gone like three years as being a top 12 quarterback and right now it's a little slow, but I think he usually starts out a little slow. Um, so he got great value. So like, and you know, he can be kept for an eighth rounder if he keeps, if Tannehill keeps his job and it'll be still worth it. Um, so yeah, I, I think Laurent got his team better. I don't think he got enough dynamic players to make me think so. And I also, you know, when we move on from trade talk, um, I will say some stuff that will be relevant to people evaluating where they are at week three. So. Gotcha. uh, All right. Let's do our trade. Um, We talked a little bit. We talked a little bit about on the pod, but we, uh, uh, you, you turn me down quickly. Um, and then another person uh, messaged me about a tight end who is going to be part of when I talk about their team. Uh, and I was like, I don't want that. Um, and then I was just like, well, let me go. Let me check in with Ray and see what you want. Um, You're going to name the person? It'll come up when the person comes up and the player comes up. I don't. Okay. What, what I'm doing later in the podcast is so that we don't just, like, break down the entire roster is I have one thing that's about team. each team. One thing okay. about each team. Some of it's players, some of it's something else. Um, oh, sounds and, nice. I like that. Yeah. Um, some of it's, like, a stat about how I was right about something. Uh, just randomly hmm. comes up. Um, Hashtag aim and stats. Um, so... You know, I messaged you and I was like trying to do picks, but you you wanted Josh Jacobs, and um, 
it's hard because I think I'm dead right about Josh Jacobs. Like, I think he's going to be like actually part of the reason I did the trade is he has two really bad matches coming up. Um, but all of the advanced analytics on missed tackles, like forcing missed tackles and breaking tackles, he's top five in all of them. And I think at a certain point, that's just going to work. Like, I think he's he's like negative one and a half or negative two regression for tight end or for touchdowns. So, like, there's stats where they can just tell you, like, he should have expected 1.8 touchdowns by now. And he has none. Yeah. So, I think those are coming. I thought maybe it was going to come this past weekend. But, you know, when you have Football. Mac Collins, you got to throw it to him instead of, like, the three other guys who are massively Amazing. talented. Yes, then, exactly that. But also that person who made those calls, not the plays, but, like, the decision to throw to Mac Collins will come up later. Yes, um, yes. I can't wait to hear about that. So I, I, I mean, when it comes to our trade, I mean, I, I like, I kind of, I don't want to, I don't want to pay. I don't want to hate Derek Carr. He, he's a very nice person. He's a, he's a, he, he seems like he's a great eh, dude. Eh. I just, no, 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 no. I mean, yes, he's super Jesusy and whatever. Like, cool, I get it. But like, when when Rugs got into the accident, you didn't hear anyone else with the take. Like, hey, he's a human being. He's going through it. Like, I, again, Rugs, what he did was was terrible, but he made the point to still back up his guy, and I can appreciate that because coming from someone who's been through super rough times, not like killing people and their dogs, like drunk, drunken and driving or whatever, but someone who's been on super down times uh, at points in his life, always it, it was always nice to have like a person there to kind of help you out, to, to kind of pull you up or whatever, to be there with you. No, I was never jailed or anything like that, but um, just like, uh, I like that from Derek Carr, but I, I hope he's involved, but I just want to tell this story because I think I, I brought it up on the podcast. I don't, I don't, wait, wait. So I just don't I, – I don't want to hate Derek Carr, but I cannot stand watching him play quarterback. He is – Waller is open off the line every single play, every play, every play. But even you know, the all I, – I, I ask – I don't actually – I don't want to name drop this and I don't want to do this because I don't want to be a douchebag. But I'm actually watching it from several angles. Not just the TV that everyone sees. I'm, I've watched him play. He's open off the line all the time, and he does not throw him the ball. There has to be something going on, and I'm just kind of done with it. That's why I traded Waller. And I was like, hey, I need a running back for now because, I mean, I'm probably going to try and go. If, if, if these running backs don't work out, if Dane Pierce doesn't work out, actually, Dane Pierce actually busted out. If, if Brian Robinson doesn't come around and do anything, if, if, if the Jeff, Jeff Wilson 11 points just continues to happen, um, uh, Elijah Mitchell is going to come back anyway. I was like, hey, let me just get a Josh Jacobs because I actually like the way he plays um, when he does get the ball. Even when it's not going well, I like his burst. Um, I, he has wiggle. He has scoop. He breaks tackles, like you said. Um, and I, I don't know. I like Josh Jacobs. I don't know. I just I just like them. And I feel like we can do one-on-one. We don't have to get rid of picks. We don't have to do picks. And the trades that I've made with you before have worked out. So, um, yeah, me and you, best buddies. Um. So for the Derek Carr thing, because I have a, I have a minute, and then I'll I'll talk about the trade. Uh, Derek Carr is standoffish about stuff sometimes when he wants to be standoffish. Um, on January thirteenth, uh, two thousand twenty-one, uh, he he had a he had a weight. You know those you you know the weighted vest things that look like bulletproof vests. Yeah. 
and he had a one of those black and white like American flags that people like throw on those things. And uh, yes, yes, yes. I saw now it. he wrote "Time to Go to War," which randomly, just randomly, completely coincidental, had nothing to do with anything. Was the first day of Donald Trump's second impeachment. Um, so you know, some people took it up like, "Hey, man, what the f?" And then he decided to just argue with them instead of going like, you know what, man, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Like, I'm just going for a workout. He said, it's your own political agenda that's like, dude, you put up something that looks like a bulletproof vest, an American flag, and you said war, like, seven days after people tried to attack our capital. Like, have subs out where He's flawed. Not, He's flawed. I'm, He's flawed. Yeah, again, I mean, he again, him being Jesus-y could be him being also MAGA-y. But I just thought, like, again, I don't, I never wanted to be like, oh, I hate this dude because he sucks and he doesn't throw it to my tight end. Like, he has that characteristic about the rugs thing. Cool. I like that. Again, I did see that thing about him and he could be one of those dudes. Um, but yeah, you're totally right about that. Yes, it's yes, flawed. But yeah, yes, he's, he's flawed. Yes, very I much mean, so. it, it's. It's the, uh, whatever, uh, it's the type of thing that Aaron <laughs> Rodgers and Joe Rogan and all these guys who aren't adults and when you go like, hey man, you're doing this and this doesn't really like, like you can't be pro Bernie Sanders and then tell people to vote Republican because people ask you to wear a fucking mask on a flight. Like you're yeah. not a sincere adult person. And that's the problem is that like Derek Carr was like, hey man, stop. Like, like, cause that was also the comments for the most part was like, Hey, dude, do you know what's going on? It wasn't even like you MAGA thing. It's like, and then he just, he got defensive right away. All right, so the reason I did the trade, again, because like I really do like Josh Jacobs, and I do trades in our league, but not a lot, because like I put a lot of time into my the players I like, and I target them, and I want them. And like there was only one or two other people I wanted in the first five rounds, like when with those first three picks I have, but like I definitely wanted uh, Sutton. I definitely wanted Williams, and then like, Either I was hoping a wide receiver would fall to me that I liked a lot in somehow in those picks, or Josh Jacobs, or the the other option was Eli Mitchell. Um, he was last of all these options, but like that's where I stand. And you know, as I was thinking about how my team wins this year, what's the picture like? It's like I just assumed I'm just gonna have like a big crap hole in the tight end position. So like. Because these are, these are hard to get. Like, do I think Josh Jacobs has more points at the end of the year than Darren Waller? Yes. Do I think that's, that, that was a, but that was an important goal was to get a lot of points for my team. Not just because of that, but like, I, I knew my division was tough. So I needed to find ways to get in beyond that. So like, it's somewhat did there, but I do think like tight end, even though they suck this year, because that will also come up later. They are. Mm-hmm. The, Terrible. If you don't have Mark Andrews or Travis Kelsey, like you're just you're just it's stupid. And like, I was trying to not be so negative on tight ends this year, but like, okay, I'll say the name that I've been hiding. Zach Ertz is oh. the number three tight end, and basically, yep. all he needs, all you do, do need to do get to get his points is like grab two catches for 15 yards and fall in for a touchdown, like. That's it. Nothing special. Nothing remarkable. And he's the third tight end of the year. It the old tight end special. But Darren Waller is one of those guys. So, you you know, you have to take your swings. Um, when it comes into playoffs, you definitely can't have too many, like, goose eggs. And I think um, with Ken Walker, 
Tyler Adir and like other situations, I can get at the very least what I'm getting from the tight ends that I have that I start. Um, and if Ken Walker does take the job over, which I think it's probably about two weeks away, so if I can just survive, if I can get a couple cheap wins against like Mike and uh, whoever I play ne- next week, um, I- I'll feel pretty good because like it looks like Ken Walker. He got he got three receptions for Shot Penny only got one so even if it's a split there's some value into having Ken Walker for the next couple weeks so I'm I'm excited about that. Um, all right, well you have suggested that we um, all right a couple things let's do let's do this. Uh, do it. You suggested instead of reviewing last week we preview next week and we pick winners. So that's what we're gonna do. What I'm gonna do now is I've gone back and I've looked at the sixth highest score, the league median, if you will. Uh, um, and I've looked at the teams that have actually... So if you're top six, you should expect to win. If you're bottom That's six, me. you shouldn't expect to win. For example, like you have only gone... You've only been a top six scorer once. So you're one and two. And you're actually one and two in real life. So like... You're right on what you're expected to be. These are data points. We're now finally at week three, so we have data points of your team. We understand what's up and down, like what's what's like. You have three pieces of information, so you can tell like, oh, this is the outlier. Like I have two weeks over one thirty-six, so I'm typically going to score over one thirty-six or around there. Uh, oh, so like, so like, I scored one sixty five, so I'm actually one sixty five. No, that's what I am. No, you have you have two scores of what you have one oh six this week, and then uh, what do you have the first week? Because of goddamn Matt Stafford, they took a touchdown from him, man. And you have one sixteen, so you're probably you know you're around one ten. One thirty. One ten. Um. Thirty. One ten. You keep, you keep going. I'm gonna filibuster. I'm gonna I'm gonna go give you an average. Cause um, you're like you're try- I'm 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 over you. You know you know that right. So just you know I have more points than you. I'm number five in the league. Yeah, because you have one up. week, but you won't make. No it no, no 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 no. Well, you don't know that. Um. Okay. So, but also like the median in week one was 124. Uh, the median in week two was 136, and the median in one in week. Uh, three is 120. So, like, if you're not scoring over 125 a week, you have to make moves, right? And yep. when we go over each team, I'll say how they're, they've done if they've had one week over the median, two weeks over the median, or three weeks over the median. I'm pretty sure only one person said three weeks over the median. I'm, one, I'm a 130. No, I'm, one, I'm 130. I'm 130. I'm, I average 130. But that's points. not... Right, but you had an outlier week. That's not, like, you've had two weeks. But you can't, like, unless you get the highest points for the league, you're not going to make the playoffs. Because you're not scoring consistently enough to win most weeks. So, Hey, man, I just did the mean, median, and mode. The median is the middle number. That's who I am. Um, The mean mean is the average. I'm 130. So it's not... Yeah, okay. the mode is the, the mode is the number that keeps happening all all the time. I haven't had one of those. Don't have the data point. That's NA. So suck it. That's okay. my data. Hashtag aim and stats. Okay. 
Um, for everybody else, hopefully Ray won't interrupt, but like this will be a point where you can hear and think about your team and be honest with yourself. Because even Henry, who's been very good, is only once above um, the the median. So, you know, just it's it's realistic. You have to really make decisions. You have to make trades. You have to be aggressive in the waiver. Maybe don't want three defenses on your team. I won't say who that is until <laughs> we get to that person. Um, all right. So let's, um, since I think moving forward, like I said, we'll always start with the highest pointing person. And we brought him up, and he's in Florida, and he's waiting for us to post this so he can be safe, be, brother. Be, be good. It's Henry. So Henry is playing. He's playing Jay without DeAndre Swift, even though he's still in his lineup, but he ain't playing. But he has Jamal Williams, so he's fine. Or at least someone needs someone needs to get. Oh, oh, he does he have him in still? He, it's still in his roster, and they're and they're still crediting him points, but that's not going to happen. And they they officially have moved the Tampa Bay game, right? I think so. As of. So, actually, I haven't I haven't heard anything since this morning. Um, they were going to move it to Minnesota, right? Was it Minnesota? Or was it Miami? No, it's not uh, Miami. They're they're gonna they're running their office out of Miami, but I think because maybe they have a game. I don't know. Uh, no, there's Tampa. nothing. The, the, Miami's off. Uh, 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 the Hurricanes have a uh, away game. Yeah, stadium's open. Raymond James is open. Trust me, I know about my fins. Yeah, uh, and, uh, three hours ago. NFL site selects Vikings home stadium if Tampa Bay game, Tampa Kansas City game, uh, is moved, will be moved. So I guess they, it has not, it's not official, but if it does happen, it'll be in Minnesota because yep. you know that's directly a middle point between Kansas City and Tampa. Uh, I I think they should do like they did uh they did all those games in Louisiana in the LSU stadium for the Saints. I think I think whenever they have to move it, it should always be a college stadium. Always, I Maybe feel the same at way. Rutgers. Uh <laughs> oh, background noise. Okay, so what do you what do you what do you think of this matchup between Jay and Henry? Um, I I mean, I think. Uh... Again, football is going to football, but Derrick Henry has a good matchup against Indy. Um, Josh Allen gets – you know Josh Allen's going to want to redeem himself after playing like the real Josh Allen last week. Um, Madison, I don't think he does too well um, against New Orleans. Um, can't wait for that Thursday night game. Um, I think – and again – Mariota's playing Cleveland, and you just never know what Mariota's going to do. But I think the Atlanta, I think the Falcons do win and play well. Um, and the Chiefs are going to want to get back. Um, the, the defense, especially the defense, just gave that gave that thing up or whatever um, in Indy. So I do think that Henry comes away being the two and two team. Um, I think the DeAndre Swift thing is really going to hurt um, uh, Jay. And I also don't think that Jamal that Jamal, Jamal Williams. I don't think he plays well this week. I think that's just what happens. When all the attention comes on the person who gets picked up, I, th- I feel like it'll be uh, Craig Reynolds, who I wanted to grab, but I realize I don't really need him. How yeah, about you? I, th- I think um, – well, I don't think – I think Cook is going to play this week, so 
Uh, maybe not. You know, everybody kept saying Cook is going to play. I have a weird feeling because I forgot that it was in London. They mm-hmm. might just like let him stay. Like him right? yeah. sitting on an extra long flight with the shoulder harness or whatever he wears right now. Um, it's probably yeah, not ideal. But I will say, I think all of this, everything I'm looking at right now, feels like it's in favor of Henry. Um, I, th- I think the matchups are not like, I don't think AJ Dillon's going to have a great game. You know, we're going to hear it a lot. Uh, how uh, Kyle Shanahan owns, um, what's Blondie Boy's name? Sean McVay. McVay. Oh, you're a McVay hater? Uh, he leak. I don't like people who intentionally leak stuff all the time. He's been like, a champ. <laughs> yeah, but he's like, he leaks stuff about Jared Goff. He leaks about like, oh, Amazon offered me like $30 million a year. Can you believe it? It's like, oh, where did this report come from? Oh, surprising. Okay. Um, of course he's a ham, though. He's a ham. Yeah, a little fiery coach. What do you want to do? You want you want like a boring, a boring coach? You were just like, what? no, give me, give me Man Campbell, give me Dorky. Man uh, Campbell Josh- and Sean McVay are nothing alike. Give me Sean McVay. Give me uh, your, even your coach Kingsbury, who's who's on the who's on the yacht with his shirt off. Give me that. Give me some excitement. Don't give me. Don't give me the, the the boring dude. Give me that excitement. I like that out of a coach. Give me that. And he I mean, wins, so there you go. I mean, I, I I think, you know, I just think everything about, like, scrolling down, like, Marcus Mariota versus Daniel Jones, like, Mariota's going to outscore Daniel Jones this week. I Also, just officially, I, I've i given up on Daniel Jones. Like, I, I think he'll be fine as a backup quarterback. Uh, I think he tried hard or whatever, but, like, at this point in time, it's very clear that, like, nothing's easy for him right now. And I do believe there is some element that, like, if they actually ever really got a true number one, maybe it's slightly different. But I don't think it's much different. <laughs> um, I, I think, you know, they'll be moving on. But, um, yeah, I, I, if I, if you told me I have to pick somebody, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick Henry just because I, I think his matchups line up better. And the DeAndre Swift, like, I think Jamal Williams will be good – but I don't think – I think even his, like, goal lines will go down. And also, I'm a little concerned about the Lions' offense this week because it, it's no DeAndre Swift and it might be no St. Brown. Oh, um, Sun God. Damn. So, like, that might not click. Like, they might still get points from, like, a DJ Chark, like, bomb, but it's going to be a lot of, like, dumping off to Hawkinson and him falling down. Yep. Okay. Uh, so let's move on to the next matchup. Who is the second highest scorer? Willie? Who is Willie playing? Da, da, Big da. Brother Matt. Big Brother Matt. All right, let me. I'll start this time. Quickly looking at this, uh, you know, you gotta love any time anybody faces the Jet. So Mitch Krabitsky, uh legs I'm up there. Um, oh wait, I never talked about either one of these. Hold on. Yeah, you got You have something for both teams. Yeah, I gotta go back. Let me see what they were. I think Henry was one of the. There was like two people I didn't write anything because I didn't have anything ready. Uh, Henry's playing Jay. Oh, I didn't get ready about Jay yet because he was in a bad score. I'll come back to you guys. We'll come back, or maybe I'll forget. Um, so uh, let's, let's. You want to do your things about both teams first? I'm actually really excited to hear about this. So Willie, okay. It's not so. It's not all about like just one team, but I think it's like just like an opportunity to um, 
talk about something because something on their roster. All right. So if you click on the leaders and you go to QBs and you go, you set up the stats to be season average, um, and you look at the QBs and like, I, you, you, you scroll down and, and well, I mean, Joe Flacco at 14.9, that's pretty great. Uh, Joe Flacco is the 15th best quarterback and Jake Brisket is the 16th best quarterback. Like, so definitively like mid-tier second QBs. But like, when we talk about this in the preseason and like, I know there's still people in this league that believe you can get by playing the matchups. I think that's hard to guess. Like I had Jared Goff and I tried to do that and it's just like, it's too hard to struggle with it. But what what um, Jacoby Brissett is averaging is 14.7 points. When you get to the top three guys, they are all over double that. Like, listen, Lamar Jackson is crazy. Like, this is not a t- sustainable. But, like, Jalen Hurts, 28.4. Josh Allen, 29.4. Lamar Jackson, 30.1. If you're not spending all your time and all your money trying to get these type of guys, it's just cool. it's harder. Top five QB. He's he's fifth right now with twenty one point seven. Like, you know, and I mean that's the th- like that's why like the Kyler is even like when Kyler's 22. bad. When Kyler's bad, he's got twenty one point. You have twenty two. It says twenty one point two point oh three. Twenty one point seven. We ah oh, whatever. On 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 sleeper. On sleeper, yes. I see twenty two point oh three in PPR and the standard, which is weird. Well, if you click in our league, you, it would just give you the the points in our league. Okay. So, um, I have it says twenty one point seven, whatever. But Kyler, uh, like even Kyler, who hasn't fired, like hasn't gone all fiery, like he's still getting six or seven over that second QB. So, like, you know, I just I just think like when people say, oh, you can get J- Jacoby Brisket, and uh, uh you'll be fine as like a second QB. And it's like, yeah, but it's just such a positional disadvantage. Like there's no, there's no positions where that's happening. Like, like such, like such a drop off. Um, so that was my thought on when I was looking at Billy's team. Um, Matt was the person who uh, asked me if I wanted to trade for Zach Ertz. Um, I think he knew, like, I think Matt knows how I look at a lot of stuff. Um, and he was just looking for something cheap and, and free. Like, he asked me if I'd be willing to give up Chris Olave or Traylon Burke for him. And I'm like, no. Because, like, he's like, mm-hmm. are you interested in Zach Ertz? And I'm like, I, I think I forget exactly what I wrote. But I'm like, I guess if you're trying to get rid of him or something. <laughs> like, I was mm-hmm. like, I, I, I didn't want to pay anything. Like, uh, oh, and I'm not. So he goes, any interest in Ertz? I'm not opposed to adding him. What are you looking for? And then the rest of the conversation. And then, like, I explained to him, like, he asked, like, about Olavia Burks. I'm like, hey, man, I know he's doing well. I just think when Hopkins comes back, it's going to be almost nothing for him. And then I watched the Cardinal game and not looking at what he did. And he just, he was targeted a ton in the Cardinal game. Like, mm-hmm. like Kyler... Kyler threw it 50 times, and, like, besides Marquise Brown, he was like he felt like Ertz was the second name said, and he finishes the day with 7.5. And, like, 
if that isn't like why tight end is so uck, it's just like mm-hmm. um, right. So like it's like Matt like he gets a win by drafting the number three tight end, but like doesn't mean anything. Right. It's like it's like if you have a great record in in the in Candyland, what does that mean? Like you play with yeah. like five year olds, like. There's not a lot to mean. So, like, getting the third, fourth, or fifth best tight end sometimes is just, like, playing Candyland, where it's just meaningless and you're just killing time till we all die and just become dust. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, who do you have winning this matchup? Or or is there any, like, players you want to talk about in the matchup? I'm going to go with an upset pick. I think Willie actually takes it. Um, Willie, uh... I mean, his team's actually been playing, playing pretty good. Um, he has – Clyde Zebra-Hilaire is playing great. I mean, maybe he regresses, but um, I think he has a really – even though the matchup against Tampa Bay suggests um, it won't be good, they're going to be traveling, um, and there's some injuries there to the defense. Um, DK Metcalf, I feel – like, it's crazy how like, – I, I was actually feeling bad for Metcalf and Lockett because they usually have somebody to throw them the ball, but now Geno Smith is kind of, like, playing confidently. Like, like, re- like good, actually. Like, last week he – last week he's slinging the ball, like, 40 times and, like, gave Metcalf a really good game. Um, Sanders has been dope. I'm really eager to see this Philly-Jacksonville uh, game, like, big time because Jacksonville put a whooping on Mc- the new McRib, a.k.a. Justin Herbert, um, this weekend, and I was, like, really shocked by that. I'm not really shocked by it because I picked them to win. Um, Saquon is, like, back, which is amazing to see. Like, it, it's so good to see him back and running. Um, Kirk Cousins, um, I'm not really sure Justin Jefferson is going to be able to go off, but you love seeing the quarterback playing the, the receiver on the other team, uh, like, going back and forth. Um, I'm you? wondering – yeah, I actually like seeing. I like seeing like like Cousins is on Willie's team and then Jefferson's on the other team. So like, if they both suck, then they're both gonna suck. But like, if Jefferson scores touchdowns, then Willie's gonna get less points. Or if Kirk Cousins hits the ball off uh, and there's a rushing score, then Matt's gonna be like pissed off. I do think, and then again, also too, Willie got Thielen. I, if I, I think if I uh, didn't trade Thielen last week and didn't trade Chase, Chase last week. And just waited one week. I probably would have won last week, but that's neither here nor there. I think Thielen um, is the one who's going to go off uh, this week because uh, Marshawn Lattimore will be on uh, Jefferson mostly. And if Jefferson doesn't go off, then Matt's not going to win. So, um, and uh, you know, Brendan Ayuk's going to draw the other corner. That's not um, actually Jalen Ramsey doesn't shadow. He's he's a star position. Um, he that's going to be a good match mostly right now. And that's Debo. Usually, so yeah, yeah I mean, he's gonna putting there. I mean, I, I think Shanahan's gonna scheme it so Debo's not near Jalen because, like, they just put Debo wherever to set him up. To yeah, succeed. yeah, and um, I think the Cowboys asking for some turnovers. So yeah, I think Willie. I think Willie's gonna 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 win the matchup um, against against the brother Matt. Um, so the one thing that uh, for the last year and a half has been true about. The Lions, up until last week against the Vikings, is they give up the most points to the opposing team's number one wide receiver. Now, did they fix that last week, or did the Vikings just have a bad game with Justin Jefferson? Because the game where A.J. Brown went off this year was uh, 
was the Lions. Like they it's crazy. They are able to shut for weirdly whatever reason they're able to shut down the second wide receiver and the, like the third option, but they just give it up to the number one. So that might be like a weird like when people go back look in the season you're like remember that 28 point game for dk metcalf that might be this week um well i well so like i i feel you but so they adjusted though if you watch if you if you watch that kid that lions game yes they gave it up 156 yards to him but the bulk of that was in the first half and then he didn't see anything after that again that and then that's the well, Lions started to come the light the line that. that's that's more of like the eagles this year like Yes. Every every game Jalen has hurts has over twenty points in the first half, and then none of them he's gotten more than six. And like the yeah. last two weeks, he hasn't even gotten three points in the second half. Like, there's not too much to complain about, like having Jalen hurts. But like, you're all getting in the first half so far, and like, there's no points you're adding on in the second half. As the person I mean, who has Jalen hurts. So McLaurin, and obviously you're watching a lot of Jalen Hurts, right? So McLaurin against the Lions, um, he did. He's the number one. He didn't really go off. Um, I know. Yes, he, I mean, I think Curtis Samuel's the number one. Uh, um, uh, Curtis Samuel's Curtis Samuel didn't go off against Detroit, and yes, Dotson caught a touchdown, but none of them went off against Detroit. And then. Um, just this week, they shut that. So, I mean, again, they might be adjusting. Like, I, I do that, – that is a good stat. That's a great stat. But if you're looking at it from this year, they gave up the one game in one half to – and it also, today they played them within three points. So, I think they, they, they could have – 19 points against the Lions. That's good. He went off. Um, they couldn't stop him. Is that – McLaurin is not the number one, you don't think? Um, I don't think – He lines think... up outside. I, I don't I mean th- that's weird. I don't buy into this like there's like definitive roles on every team. Like we'll definitely get into this part later. Um, okay. I think like I've always like I thought like you know Tim Duncan was the point guard of the Spurs offense. Like it it runs different. Like teams can scheme around certain players. It's very clear that they're trying to run the offense through Curtis Samuel in Washington, which is you know, which creates a lot of stuff because, like, you have, you know, he's Debo light, right? Like, they're giving him rushes, they're putting him in weird spaces, they're trying to create mismatches through him, hoping that that opens up the rest of the field. So I think when they, when the commanders are game planning, it's like, what do we do with Curtis to create for others? So, um, so yeah, I think, let me just look at it one more time. I feel, huh. The only reason I would say, I, th- I think I'm going to go, this is hard. I think I'm going to go Matt because I think Devonte will have a big game this week and Justin Jefferson will have a good game. Just like that, this usually happens about around week four or five. Like people are like, oh, see, this is why you drafted these guys high. Like I think they're going to have irrationally big games um, just because they're due. Um, and you took Willie. Uh, we'll see how we do on that pick. All right, third highest scorer for uh, week three was me. You? Yep. Yes. Yep. Yep. Somehow didn't win, but you know. Still number six. Football behind. works. 
Uh, yep. All right, so you want me to focus on my tidbit about myself or about Mike? Ooh, the mayor. I hope you win. Um, let's let's start on the mayor, your buddy. Okay. Please. So, um, I talked about James Conner a lot uh, during the offseason. Um, I called it, too. Uh, <laughs> what do you call? Because he, he hasn't been great yet, but my stat will be very interesting. Um, so what I told the person who I was arguing with James Conner, because like efficiency and spark numbers, uh, you know, those are important things. It's like, yeah, except for the last three years, Arizona running backs just do this right now. If you take the Arizona running backs, again, this is a slightly stilted stat, but if you, if you came in with a game plan to do this, you would have between those all the Cardinal running backs, that would be the third highest running back score right now. At fifty seven of them. Yes. All of them together. I mean it's mostly James Conner and one week when James Conner got hurt, it was Darrell Williams with like fourteen points. But that was what I said. Like, it doesn't matter if they're running for three point two yards per play. That's not Cliff Kingsbury is not looking for rushing yards per play. He is saying, I don't come up with game plans for inside the two. I hand it off. They get a touchdown. I try to have all my wide receivers run between 5 and 12 yards down the field, crossing patterns. When that's covered, I tell Kyler, throw it to your running back. He'll get two yards, and every time you get .7 points for that. So if he does it five or six times... You're getting seven points, and you're just adding to it. So, James Conner is... The, the, there's nothing changed. It Having the Arizona running back is still one of the most valuable assets there is. He's going to pop off. You know, I think this Panthers game... I think I think Cardinals kind of come back to life. They score 30-plus. Um, Baker fails to bake again. And... I mean... I mean, DJ Moore, two, two yards. I mean, Jesus. Uh, Yo, it's a, it's, a, it's a tragedy what's going on with, with him. Everyone predicted him to lead the league in receiving and all this other stuff. And, and everybody? Fantasy receiver. Everybody? Son, every, everyone you listen to. Everybody? Listen, what about everyone, me? Ev- no, no, no. Everyone you listen to. Every pod, every fantasy person that you listen to was predicting DJ Moore to be Oh, yeah, he's going to break out. This is the best quarterback he's ever had. I think, I genuinely think, like, and people are still, like, flipping about this. I think when Sam Darnold's healthy, it will be interesting. Because what I think is happening, and you can see it already, is that, like, people are like, this is what, Robbie Anderson was right. Like, Robbie Anderson knew that this was coming (laughs) to, to Carolina. And it's like, Oh man, I'm not gonna get the ball thrown to me because the quarterback's crappy, and like they're just gonna load up the box and like, uh, you know, how many how many of the passing yards are just like on five plays this year? Like almost all of it. Like those long bombs against the Browns, those two busted covers for over 50 yards, the 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 Leviscus 90 on two catches last week, where like they didn't just guard him for whatever reason, like. Oh, that was my other prediction. I was I've been predicting. I think DJ Moore will demand a trade after this season, and I could kind of see him end up on the Giants. 
But I was hoping you'd say the Jets, but I should not. You have so many that. wide receivers, like you can't even like get your good wide receivers like targets. Like Elijah Moore, you know, it's fine. It's great to have all the, the weapons, but like fantasy wise, Elijah Moore is just nothing this year. Um, oh, let's man, too many things are going on. Uh, that's that's a sign of a good pod. All right, so who we, who did we talk about first? We talked about Henry. Henry would be one and two against the median. He has two, he, he just hasn't been able to uh, really stay above that. Uh, Henry is playing Willie. Willie has two games above the median, so he's in a good position. Like even though he's one and two, he should expect a regression based on his team. So he, especially once we get out of division and like stuff gets less weird, I think you know he feels good. But like you definitely need to think about like well if I'm if I'm close to the 120 or the 136 that week i need to really just up my game and find a player to acquire that um we talked about uh da, 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 da. Who, who else did we talk about jay jay is only on here once his team is not doing great uh you know michael michael scott gif here of you know i just have to be honest with them and and just tell them believe and him walking out saying, "We're screwed." Uh, <laughs> uh, and then who is Willie playing? Matt. Matt is only once. Only once has he scored above the median, so he has to make some decisions. And he's already kind of invested, but now he needs to jump on and 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 find a big time target. Hey. Matt, if you want to if you want to buy cheap on Alave, you send me your first to second round pick. You have a uh, you have two dominant wide receivers for the next five years as keepers. Just saying. Um, just just saying. Yeah. All right. Can't so, uh, Mike is obviously one of the teams that every week has been above the median. Uh, like I think we all, almost everybody in this league agrees he's the best player. I eh. say no. Eh. Um. Eh. I'm two weeks above the median, so I, I'm a, 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 a possible team for regression where I should be above 500, um, and I think that will work out once I stop playing the best teams in the league. Um, oh, here we go. Tell me, tell me the four best. Tell me the three best teams in the league. Is it Brad? Is it Mike? Is it Henry? Is it Matt? And tell them Matt's why not, they're not good. Go ahead. Matt's, after you. Matt's not. I don't think Matt's better than me. All right, Matt. Do what you do. Um, all right, so <laughs> now, listen. Jonathan Taylor is having not a great off, not a great start to the season. I wasn't but, even going to say anything about that, you know, because you're probably, but, like, kicking your <laughs> But it's definitively better than last year. Wait. Uh, last year, he only had he had two he had five point eight and seven point seven in weeks two and three. This year he has six point eight and ten point six in those weeks. In week one last year he had fourteen points. This year week year he had twenty five. It's just clear that Frank Reich is going to do this every year. He's allowed to coach the Colts. Probably his last year. So whoever drafts Taylor next year, uh, you probably won't have this headache. Um, I have no concern about him. I think he's going to regress to the mean and, and, and be dominant. I think Kyler's going to regress to the mean and start 
doing more Kyler stuff as like you get out of this early part of the season. Um, hopefully Mike Williams regresses to the mean and, and gets more than two targets in the first two weeks when Keenan Allen's not playing. I also, I, I'm just going to say this. I don't, I don't think Justin Herbert's that great. Um, Me neither. I just. Two was, you know, two was way better. There, yeah. There's something about this, this, and I'm going to start calling them this intentionally. There's something about the San Diego team that's like, everybody likes to talk it up forever for my entire life. But then when you look at it, there's still a team that scores like 20 or 21 points. And like they're close in the game. And they somehow just deem it. Because, because again, you know, having like Eli Manning as the definitive quarterback of my team for entire generation. Like I compare him to Philip Rivers because everybody also compared it to him. But in every measurable way, other than Eli threw more interceptions, Eli was better. He won more. Uh, his team scored more consistently. He threw more touchdowns. He threw for more yards. And he never had Ladanian Tomlinson or Antonio Gates. Like, I like Plaxico Burris. You know, Odell was with him for like a year and a half. But it wasn't Gates. Antonio Gates and Ladanian Tomlinson were crazy. And other guys like Vincent Jackson were also good. But uh, I just, I am, I just think like people are just putting Justin Herbert... Like, the tier is Patrick Mahomes, and if you really want to just argue with me, Josh Allen's there. But those guys are a far above. And then, like, I don't know who the next tier is, but right now I feel like Lamar Jackson's creating his own second level of tier, just for himself. I agree. But then you can put the uh, the Joe Burrows and the Justin Herberts and, uh, I don't know, who else is a good quarterback right now? Um like that's... No, not yet. Oh, my God. Come on. He, I has he played 17 games? Yes. You're not even He's sure. He's a winner. He has, uh, winning, he has a winning record. He's a winner. Uh, yeah, Trevor Lawrence can go in that, that queue if you want. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and can, like, you just say, can you just say two is a good quarterback? He's fine. Did you say he's a good quarterback? Did I say he's a good quarterback? Could no. you say it? For me? Could you say it? Like it's he, he is good. He's a top five quarterback in in, in fantasy right now. Yeah, because of one five. week. I mean, Jake Brisket is is sixteenth. Joe Flacco is fifteenth. It's it's a small sample I mean, size. I mean, I'm a top five team in the league right now. Uh, no, you're don't not. say because of one week. Don't say because of one week. Yes, I am. It says a number is a number five next to my name. There's no one and two teams that are a top five team. It's me. I am him. Okay. Uh, You're a top 16. We have to start talking about my matchup with Mike, and we're going to have to start going through these faster. Um, All right. Um, We have fun. We have fun in this pod. I I have no idea what to expect. (laughs) I think think this will be – I think this is going to be exactly like what I just went through where me and Mike are going to have both big numbers, and it's just going to suck that one of us loses. That's what I feel. I honestly feel – so being I, – I, I think you beat him this week. Yeah, like you have – I think you have really good matchups. Um, I, I like your guys. You have two stellar quarterbacks. I'm going to say that straight up up front. 
Um, also, shout out to you. You're for the culture as well, um, as we heard on the beginning of the pod and in your selection of quarterbacks. Um, and you going out to get those quarterbacks from Mike. And I feel like this is the if it, last week. If last week was the week Mike was going to lose, it should have been last week. But I don't like his matchups this week. Um, I think Lamar Jackson finally has a, uh, a down game. Um, I mean, I don't think he has a down, down game. I still think he scores 25 points. I just don't think he scores 39 this week uh, because even though Buffalo's defense is kind of depleted right now and they're going to be, you know, still probably suffering effects from last week, um, I think they're going to uh, – I, I, I don't think Lamar Jackson goes crazy for five, what, five touchdowns last week, which killed me. Um, I think Jonathan Taylor goes off and gets back. Um, Kenneth Walker, I would love to talk to you about your running back slots for this week off pod. Uh, I think Chris Olave is going to kill it, especially if, especially if um, uh, uh, Jarvis Landry and uh, Jarvis Landry's out, and if Mike Thomas is dinged up. I mean, it's his toe. Um, I love Devonta Smith. People were so down on him, uh, but he's so damn fast. Uh, I'm not going to talk about your tight end. Um, he, a touchdown went off his face mask last week. Like, come on, man. Like, that was the time to catch it. Um, I think your defense scores for you. Um, and I just think – I think Jamar Chase does go off. I think Stephon Diggs does go off. Um, Connor is just a question mark to me. Fournette, I, I like Kansas City against Fournette. Njoku can't possibly do what he did last week. I mean, that's what won him the, the – that's what won him the week. Njoku was supposed to score one point last week, like he's been doing. Um, Michael Carter, I think Reese Hall gets more touches. Um, this week against uh, Pittsburgh and Justin Fields, I just don't know what's going on with him. Like, I I don't know if the, 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 the Chicago Bears are just like not the right team or the system. Or, uh, and again, Mike doesn't really have a pivot. Like, he just has his players. And again, I think a bench. I have two thoughts on benches. Benches are kind of overrated and also too necessary because you do need some kind of pivot to play matchups. Now. Mike can't really pivot with quarterbacks. I mean, a Tyler Huntley pivot would be it, but, like, that means Lamar Jackson's hurt. Um, and, the general. And so you, yeah, so you can't – you kind of can't, like – You can pivot to the general. And, no, but but Mike – General I mean, Mills? Oh, 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 General Mills, yeah. I mean, yeah, but who wants who wants to do that, right? Who, who really wants to pivot to, to, to Mills, right? I think like, the Bears I think would. That, <laughs> I think that Mike is kind of – he, if his, if everything remains the same, he's good. But I feel like he's sort of hamstrung, and I think this is the week that he loses because I think your team's ma- I like your team's matchups, um, and I just uh, generally lo- I generally love your quarterback. Like generally, I mean the scary thing about Mike's team is that Lamar Jackson. Yeah, but the scary thing is the reality for the rest of us we have to really think about is he has two running backs who are yeah. underperforming their yeah. fantasy output. Like Leonard Fournette's not gonna not get touchdowns. Like they're gonna start figuring out. So, like, like I said, I also like. Yeah, when God I'll talk about this. Back, I'll talk God... about this again. But like, I'm off the Saints, so like, you know, I think the Bucks back their way in with like the worst division in football. Um, yeah, God. like th- this is this division might almost be like. All right, it's not well, worse than AFC South. Uh, it's definitely worse AFC than AFC South. South. Like if you take away the Bucks, you would take so many more players on the AFC South teams over uh, the NFC. Like you have Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, DJ, uh, not DJ Turk, uh, your guy. Who's your guy? Christian Kirk. Uh, 
you have Michael Pittman, Jonathan Taylor. There's so much more talent in the AFC South than if you subtract Tampa out of the NFC South. You know, you could compliment me on that Christian Kirk pick. Yeah, it was a great pick. Yeah, thanks. I've said it every podcast so far. Thanks, Um, man, except for this one, but thanks for putting it in. We haven't talked about your team yet. Oh, okay, cool. Um, But, like, getting back to this, like, Tampa's going to give, as long as he doesn't get hurt, Leonard Fournette, like, eight touchdowns easily, and still he could get 14 this year. And the same thing with James Conner. Like, he's doing this without with some of his players not doing great, and he's still consistently beating up everybody. Like, Mike's team is legit. Uh, as long as Lamar Jackson stays healthy, he, he's, he's good. So that part I'm scared of. Um, I do, if we can remember, I do want to talk about the Miami Dolphins heat situation as a union concern, if we really do start going political, because I, I think the union should stop, like, should force stadiums to be fair on some level, because, like, I think a lot of the Bills injuries and all that stuff was because they allowed a situation where the sun's beating down on the one side, and I just, I, you know. Listen, that's, but that, but that, that's how it's always been, like, visiting locker room is this way, and. Like, yeah, and like, then people used to get you do that. People used to get concussions too. Like, we're evolved. We don't have to. We've, hey, uh, like three hundred years ago in this country, or like, sorry, like two hundred years ago in this country, there was a bunch slavery? of shit that was fucked up. Yes, like we can fix things. But like, but, but sport, we can but, fix but, things. I don't. I don't think this. I don't think the sun beating down on the opposing team has anything to do, or has anything like uh, people being forced to do. Uh, involved. Uh, in, in, people be forced into labor. I don't think those are the same things. No, but what I'm saying is like there, there's probably a lot of Buffalo injuries that happened last week and may happen this week because their bodies fully haven't recovered. Because like again, being 110 degrees, playing 90 plays, like their bodies won't be the same for a while. Like they probably sweated the off like of... eight or nine pounds of fluids. So like just rehydrating that stuff is just like. You know, I I don't think that's good for the game. I mean, also Miami is one of those places where like the the seats are way too close to the end zone. So like if you get like a back of the corner of the end zone, you you hit into that stuff, and like that's also like garbage. And uh, I forget which one's the, really the worst offender of it, but like it's I think there should just be way more because also it came up with Sterling Shepard's injury where like. He blew his knee, and a lot of the players believe it's because he was playing an AstroTurf. Um, And a lot of NFL players spoke up, like, there should be never a game on NFL field that isn't on grass, which is hard. Like, it's just, unless you really make Minnesota, uh, Minnesota's already a dome, but you make Chicago, New York, New England, all these domes, and, like, you just replace the turf every, I don't know, two weeks. I have no idea how to do this. Brian actually might know how to do this. He got a degree in this stuff. Um, mm. But, like, I, I don't know how you make that logistically probable everywhere. Um, Coming from the creator of, I hate all these announcers, why is John Gruden a racist? God damn it. Um, but, yeah. Alright, let's, uh, let's move on to the next matchup. Um, and since we were kind of talking about it, we'll just do We'll do Brad's matchup. And uh, so I realized thinking about this on one of my walks this week. Um, How many walks do you take per week? Well, I've been, well, I, I try to take like 
at least one long one a day. Like I'm trying to do twelve thousand steps on the beach. Fantastic. Um, just because, like, you know, my wife probably activity is good. Work. No, activity is good. Activity is good. The more you move, the better you are. The more fit you are, and the more your blood flow is good. Let yes, walking is great. It's, you should walk. It's good for anxiety. Podcast. It's good for all this stuff. But it's also probably yeah. good that my wife doesn't have to be forced to listen to fantasy podcasts. Ah. But what, one of the things was like, I realized, and this was an analogy I gave to Mike, because I was talking about like how Arizona, their, their running backs score a lot of points um, because they don't care about efficiency, whereas San Francisco scores a lot of points because they do care about efficiency, but they don't give them high-value touches. So it's like, so yep. I said, that, I said like, Cliff Kingsbury and Kyle Shanahan are like this this photo negative of each other. And then I realized there's a photo negative of each other in the QB position. And Derek Carr, who's on Brad's team, is the photo negative of Jameis. Like, <laughs> Derek Carr will never just pound the ball to his best player because, like, nope, there's somebody open. I got to throw it to him. Jameis yes. will do crazy shit to just throw it to whoever he thinks is the best wide receiver in the field. You know, now I think I have that guy for this scene, so it's great. But, like, they're just so opposite. But you're still going to get three interceptions. You're still not going to score that many points. They're just – it's the same, but it's the complete opposite. It's its very bizarre. Uh, I don't know. I, I just find that great amusing. Take. I find that very amusing. Um and then as I, I kind of hinted at, um, I would say, like, especially this time of year, like in the playoffs, if you want to play, like, a little bit ahead of the game, carrying three defense is not ideal. <laughs> There's somebody you can pick up. You can pick up your backup QBs to your team. You can pick up long-term rookies. You can pick up a lot of people. But if you have two defenses, one of them the 28th-ranked defense out of 32 – and one of the 20th ranked events, you can probably drop and try to find something else. So. I really don't know why uh, Laurent has three defenses. Like, I know the waiver wire seems thin, but there's definitely guys worth picking up over. Uh, what, I forget which one's the 28th one. I don't know if it's the Chargers or whoever, but like, you know, you got. Uh, I don't like how they do this. I mean, Matt Collins. How do you not pick up Matt Collins after last week? Uh, Devontae Parker, he traded, traded Zach Wilson for Devontae Parker and just got him on the bench. Um, no, 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 no. He, he, he dropped Devontae Parker. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's on the waiver. I was list, listing people on the waiver wire. Crazy. Um, Is he right. still there? Yeah. You can go get him back. You can put a bid in if you want. Um, nah, right. I mean, I have a, I, my, my team is stacked. I mean, I think, you know... I don't want to talk about his team too much for a lot of reasons. Uh, I'll just say I think Brad's going to win. You can break down the rest of it. I mean, when you look at the matchup, I mean, yes, you see it. I don't think Derek Carr plays well against Denver. I just don't. I don't see it. Um, I think this is. I think. I think Russell starts to play. When is it going to be? October. I think Russ starts to play well <laughs> because it's October. He sucks in September, usually. Um, 
three. Last year was like an outlier, which, and then he what what happened? He got hurt, right? So uh, I think this is the, this is the game. Brees Hall kind of picks it up. Um, Nick Chubb is just crazy. You can't tackle him. Like you, you like he's it's not that he's like he is powerful, yes, but he's slippery too. Like he slips, he slips out of people's hands. Mike Evans is back. That 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 Antonio Brown. I mean that AJ Brown, uh, Mike Evans, and Travis Kelsey. Um, you know, tandem is just crazy. And as long as he doesn't get that Carson Wentz game from last week, um, I was watching the game with Brad actually. Um, and dog, the buddy had two points, and it was like the fourth quarter. Like Carson Wentz had two points, and it was the fourth quarter. It was insane. Like watching that game. So as long as he doesn't get that kind of game from Carson Wentz, and he has Mike Evans back, um, I I do think he wins. But I do like that C.D. Lamb is still able to play really good. Um, and Devontae Adams, I think he comes back this game. Um, Singletary, I don't see Singletary and Edmonds playing like that. But if they do, uh, Lamont can make a game out of it. So, yeah, Brad, yeah, Brad's the favorite, but I don't, I'm don't. i not counting Lamont out. And that's not biased because those are both my guys. All right. I'm, uh, I'm just going to skip on to our next matchup. This might be out of order, but... I'm going to go do, uh, we'll do your game last. Uh, I'm going to do Ryan versus Frank. Um, have any I, little cool, like, like anti-photo photosynthesis, uh, 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 mitochondria, uh, antidotes for them. Cause that was awesome with the, with the Derek Carr and James. That was fantastic. No, I mean, sadly, I forgot what my notes were. So I kind of did one of these already. My note for, um, Ryan was, McCaffrey slash take victory lap on Baker. <laughs> so if you guys want to reround, um, I mean, to me, okay, go ahead. No, but like, it's just like, this is what I talked about with Baker is he brings everything down. He brings the toxicity that ruins stuff. Like Christian McCaffrey has never had three games like this, where it's just like, it's generic. Like after his rookie season, his rookie season, it was like probably a little bit like this, but like after that, he never had a three-game streak where he didn't score one 20-point game. That's how bad Baker is. He killed one of the unicorns of, of the sport. Somehow the guy's healthy, but he's killed him. Like, that's toxic. Dead. To- toxic unicorn poisoning. Uh, <laughs> and then for Frank, I, uh, I, I think the Eckler thing's over. I think... Um, you think so? I, I think I think he might transition into that Darren Sproles role, especially like in Philly, where it's like you can start him. He'll be running back twelve to eighteen, but like that stuff where he was the top three running back, I, I don't know what's going on with uh, San Diego. Intentional. Um, mm. I I think that offense like. I think also people who didn't watch it, like when you when you listen to like PFF or other people and they talk about like Herbert wasn't throwing a lot of downfield passes. Like Herbert can throw the ball crazily, but one, yeah, but like he's not he's not consistently throwing the ball deep downfield. And I think there was there was like a bunch of plays where Eckler caught the ball and ran it like sixty yards for a touchdown, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's possible and. One other kind of like other global note. Maybe no, I'll save. I'll save it for the Brian's thing. Um, but the thing I talk about when I talk about Brian's team, I, I'll, I'll reference this. So 
Um, I look at their matchup, and I, I think... Oh, man. It's tough. This one, this one's probably the toughest of the, like, toss-offs, I think. Um, I kind of think I'm leaning... Oh, man. It's so, like, even. It's so scarily even. I go back and forth. I'm going to go... Here's 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 the players I'm scared of. Are you marking down? Are you marking down our uh, our picks? No, I'll write it after I listen. I listen to the podcast once it's published. Um, oh, okay, very nice. I think you do too. So, like, um, I like to listen. I like to uh, full 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 transparency. I like to listen to our pod when I'm running. So, because you're like, angry again, at me. I'm, I'm running or I'm like fucking doing a punching bag or like I like to do so like I think I'll listen actually I'm, I'm flying out tomorrow so I could listen tomorrow on the flight because you know you ever you, listen here's the thing here's a here's a little travel hack right it, it, or like waiting in line if you don't like waiting in line or if you're nervous when you're traveling or whatever instead of popping that Xanax or whatever the hell you do instead of getting that drink it's going to be unhealthy listen to a pod hop on a pod not even music Pop on a pod because music can actually tend to get you into like a mood, like 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 fight mood or like whatever mood. No, listen to a pod, listen to some voices, and the voices I like to listen to are mine and yours when I'm boarding that flight. So again, I think tomorrow if I don't run in the morning, I think I'll wait to listen to it on the flight. I really like listening to us when I'm running though. Not sure why. It gives me a little. I don't know. I don't know. I like our pod. Anyway, go ahead. I so. So there's, I look at the roster and I look at this three players in a row, Aaron Jones, DJ Moore, and Brandon Cooks. And I just think they're just primed for regression and scoring a bunch of points. And McCaffrey is due for a big game, but I, I think, I think the Panthers, like, again, lose bad. Um, but I'm just, I'm just nervous that they're going to force the ball to Cook and Moore and they're just going to end up with 20. So... McCaffrey I'm gonna go thigh with injury. Ryan. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Ryan. Even with that McCaffrey thigh injury. Yeah, I think that's a day off. Because like they gave Jonathan Taylor a day off today too. You know. You know what I keep. You know what I keep. I just keep hearing in my head. I keep hearing. Oh man, Frank taking Tony Pollard. I don't know about that. I don't know why I made you sound like an old timey like news person, but um, I keep hearing that in my voice. And I keep seeing Frank win. And I see Frank is 3-0. and And I keep watching Ezekiel Elliott play. And I keep seeing Ezekiel Elliott kind of sucking. And I keep seeing Tony Pollard continue to take touches and goal line work. And get bursts and bursts and bursts of yards. And I'm like, yo, Tony Pollard not looking so bad as a pick right there so far. Frank is 3-0. and He has himself a really good cushion. If he wants to make another move, getting a running back, his team looks solid. You cannot go against that three and his three and O team. You cannot go against. I feel like Frank has the most balance in the league, um, and he's gotten really, really good. He's gotten really, really good weeks from his players. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do some little, little give me a little filibuster. I, I just want to run through Frank. So Frank has scored uh, one twenty points. Yeah, he scored one twenty. Where's for Inc? I'm sorry, one thirty six. And he scored 93. Okay, he just beat Laurent on that, on that first week, and that's really bad. So, again, I think he's like – that one he squeaked by 
But the last two victories have been really good. He's got production out of his people that, I mean, again, too, yes, I understand why you said the Tony Pollard thing. But, again, Austin Eckler, I feel what you're saying. But, again, he's going up against Houston this week. And then Tony Pollard's playing against Washington. I feel like he's going to get really good production out of them. Not sure how Joe Burrow's going to do. Not sure how Matt Ryan's going to And also, too, he's, he, he, got, he got terrible weeks from Matt Ryan the first two weeks and still managed to play look, to, to win, three, to be 3-0. and He has Curtis Samuel. Amon Ross St. Brown will probably be out. And let's just say he subs in, I don't know, maybe Hunter Renfro plays again. And you know you know, uh, Derek Carr is going to throw to the not, <laughs> not Waller and not – well. He's not going to throw to Waller, and he's not going to throw to uh, Devontae. So he's going to throw to that third person. And if Hunter Renfro prays, he's going to go off. So I cannot count out Frank. Cannot count out Frank. So I do. I think there is something so far. It's true so far. I don't think there's really argument. There's definitely one division that sticks out in our league. Um, maybe it's not as explosive as the other divisions. Uh, I don't know if you've looked at the points for it. There's definitely one that's like, you know, two of the top three scoring teams is is in our division. division. No, well, no, for the the top division, the division one, the one that does have a name, they're far behind the rest of us in scoring. Yes, but, they are. They are. But for to like just now, if we wanted to just figure out who the best division is, two of the top three scoring teams is in my division, and three of the top five. So. It's pretty clear which one's the best one so far, but you know. We no, but it is us though. We're not in the same division. And no, you're, but so but but but, but you're you behind Henry and Frank. In what? Po- points for for the year. Frank? No. No, I didn't say Frank. You said Frank. Stop saying Frank. No, it goes Mike. Right. Yes. It goes Mike. I'm. I'm. I have more points than you. I'm the top. I'm in the top five of scoring. Yes, you're the yes. I didn't. I didn't say that. That's not true. I'm also you the top sixth. five of scoring. No, no, I'm you're not. not. Yeah, you're sixth. I, I, I am. I am. I am the one. I am. Ray, stop arguing with me. It's not true. No, look. No, you have three hundred eighty-six points for. I have three hundred eighty-seven points for. Right. You're awesome. We're both in the top five. That's not. It's not exclusionary. That's, no, 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 but... The, Ray, let me talk. Let me talk. Go ahead. Go ahead. The numbers do not mean that's how many points you have. That one, that two, that's three. Frank has the number three seed, but he scored 350 points. He has a lot less points. No, I'm talking about if you go one, two, three, four, five in scoring, it's Mike, it's Brad, it's Henry, it's... You fourth, you have the fourth most yes, points. Me fourth, and who has five. fifth? Me. Yes. Five. So stop arguing with me. But why does it say number six? I just told you because Frank has the division lead. It it's not the number that is there is not the points four number. Oh, so I'm the fourth best team in the league. Thanks. You're not Perfect. the fourth Good. best team in the league. Yeah, I am. Points. You wouldn't there be in know. the playoffs right now. Luckily, the playoffs don't start right now. Actually, you might be in. I, did, I, I guess I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, Everybody's one and two. Um, yeah, I'd be in. I, I win. For now. Uh, you're not going to probably 
do well this week. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's move on. Matchup? But but we but we now know that the best division's mine. You guys are second, and then is, is the that other because of bi- is that you think I'm gonna lose because because of a bias because your brother? Um, no, I just I, I don't like I, I don't like Matt Stafford against San Francisco. Um, I don't I don't like. Uh... But but again, yes, yes, because the records show that. But again, if you know anything about football, is that football is gonna football. Except for when it's Kyle Shanahan versus Bay, because every time it's just a spanking. I also don't... all right, all right, Amen, all right, Amen. Put it up. Let's bet it. You're already down two one. No, we're not. Uh, you're, you're down two zero. We have to Let's move on. We have to do it. your. We have to. We can't have this be too long. We have to do your matchup. Okay. Um, okay. I will start. Like I, I started saying, um, I forgot what I had for you guys, and now somebody emailed something else. Uh, I I just. I think Tua on a short week after that Miami game, after his non-concussion that was a concussion, um, I think that's going to be – I just think you're, that's going to be a tough week. Um, I think you just have a lot of bad matchups. Uh, I don't like Brian's matchups necessarily. I mean, Najee – I think Najee gets two easy touchdowns on the Jets. Um, I think – I think uh, – all right. So this was my thing about what I was going to talk about. Russ. You saw Jimmy G. Yeah, uh, no. Yeah. So, Russ, um, Chris Collinsworth was talking about this, and I think it was very, like, I think this is a big global picture. Um, last week, uh, there was a stat about the first two weeks that fantasy points were down twelve percent, and overall leagues was scoring was also down somewhere around that, like just like total points in the league, and I think. All of these teams are struggling because this new defense that's like, I know it's not a new defense, but when they figured out the Chiefs, everybody started doing it, and now everybody has Yeah. Uh, Now everybody has to, like, do 12 play drives. And any QB on a new team or rookies or younger QBs are struggling so much. And, you know, maybe... Maybe we'll start cracking it. Maybe it's like more screens. Maybe it's more uh, dive or trap plays. Or uh, I, I don't know what it is, but I think I think that will change. But I, I just I'm just bringing that because you know I think it's a legitimate question if Russ is cooked or he's just a new guy on a new team and he's struggling endlessly because he's the defenses aren't working out for most of these quarterbacks like the Justin Herbert stuff and and like. He's struggling. Like he didn't play well. He hasn't played well most of these last the first three games. Um, even the first game when they won, like I don't think he played that great. Uh, so I do, I do think maybe Russ does spark up because like also Las Vegas was the one team that refused to play shell against the Chiefs last year. I know it's a new coaching staff, but they might be really stubborn and still just go like, nope, we're not going to do the thing that works. That's not how we do stuff in Vegas. Um, it just sounds like Vegas. That sounds that sounds exactly like Vegas. And I feel like Debo Debo's due for a big game, and it's against McVeigh. And I think, I mean, there's no player on the 49ers who probably hates the Rams more than Debo. And I I think that, I think, I, I just I think you're facing Brian on a bad week. I think his, his stars are gonna align. And also, one last thing, and I'll stop, and you can take over. Uh, the London games, 
are usually like a little bit lower scoring. So like the running backs tend to do better because like I think the grass is a little longer. So I could see Kamara with a couple goal line touchdowns too. Kamara goal line touchdown. Grass is longer. This sound, it sounds like a lot of. Uh, I think my brother's gonna win. That's what that's what it sounds like. Um, it'd be great to have a brother in the league so I could just like root for him. Anyway, um, I feel honestly. I don't think he's going to win. <laughs> if my players come to play, I'll win. And that's it. Again, if everyone, if if if, if Kyle Pitts continues to get touches, um, if Tua throws for at least two touchdowns and doesn't hand them off, he should have been throwing them. Um, I also think that. I think what's going if if my defense if my defense scores a defensive touchdown I'm going to win. I feel like if the I feel like my the Dolphins defense will carry me this week. I know that's like kind of like a because I don't I don't like the matchup uh, with Christian Kirk, um, but obviously I'm not going to not play him right. Like Philly Philly does this thing where they just kind of shut down, but but Christian Kirk is a slot guy. Um, but I mean, it's not like uh, Curtis Samuel did much last week, right? And he's the slot guy. Um, the Rams' uh, rush defense is not really good. Um, I don't, I don't know if Josh Josh Jacobs might get bottled up. Uh, but I mean, he might get some touches. He might get some catches. I feel like if Matt Stafford has a good game, and if the Dolphins' defense scores a touchdown, I win. Um, but obviously, I have to worry about Debo Samuel and George Kittle, right? And Kamara. So um, if they go off and they do what they do, then then I'm toast. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think, like, I don't, you have a chance. Like, I'm not saying, like, I think you guys will both be somewhere between 108 and 123. Um, I don't, I don't, either one of you guys have, like, massive explosion type guys. Like, I think Debo can have a massive week. I think Russ can have a massive week. Um, I Debo always kill. I'm counting on Debo having, like, 20 points because he always kills the Rams. If you look at their last few games, I think he pretty much averages like 18 or 19 points against the Rams. In his, in his last, like, I guess, six games, I was just looking at it. It's got to be between 18 and 19 points per per game. So, And I'm pretty sure he'll probably go crazy because he didn't go crazy last week. So, Yeah, so, like, yeah, that that's the only reason I'm picking. Like, the, I mean, your hope – I mean, you'll know Thursday. Like, if you don't have, like, at least one stack touchdown from Tua and, and Waddle – you're and that defensive starting score. from a hole. Yeah, of course. I mean, but like, I mean, the defensive score is like that will start putting you into the one thirty category, and then you'll you can feel comfortable. But I just think like if you're not getting at least one stack TD, ideally two, and then like eighty yards for Waddle, I think then you can feel good. But that's that's your situation. I mean, if you just look the greens, like those greens, like at LV and at NJ and at LAR. <laughs> Those greens are good, and you just yes, have a lot the of reds, reds and brown. Yes. Um, all right. We talked a lot. My voice is going out. Uh, we did a little different style. Next week, we'll also do a different style. I don't know if we'll do uh, what you should do or something. We'll, we'll come up with another topic because, again, uh, or maybe we'll do it. I don't know. We don't know. Um, next week, I think maybe we'll go back to reviewing the matchup, and then the week after, we'll do something like, should you trade or, or something like that? Um, but, 
but we won't be repetitive and we'll we'll try to always give something new and good and fun um thank everybody for listening uh thank you for recording me Ray. and uh here we go peace out